One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. How would you like to look 5 years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking 5 years younger at 6 months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Welcome back to another episode of Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim. In this episode, we're talking a beautiful day in the neighborhood and underwater, plus all the latest news and trailers. Can't wait. So Popcorn Podcast is coming to you from my bedroom floor. We've got a bit of a pillow fort here. Uh, <laughs> we're trying to give uh, a really good experience with the sound quality. We're just giving this one a go. We don't obviously have a makeshift studio so we went and saw A Beautiful Day in the Neighbourhood, which is out in cinemas now, and it's based on the real friendship between a journalist and children's entertainer, Mr Rogers. Now, Australians might not be fully familiar with him, but he was quite well-known in America. Yeah, like a very, very popular and famous and well-loved mm. television entertainer. Yeah. Did you know of him before you went in to watch this film? I had heard of him, yes, because okay. you get a lot of references in movies and things. But I guess, as I said, Australians don't really know what that means. Mm. But it's interesting. This this story was inspired by an Esquire magazine article that the journalist wrote. The journalist's name is Tom Junod, but in the movie they've changed his name to Lloyd Vogel. But the title of the article was called Can You Say Hero? Mm. So this children's entertainer, Mr Rogers, unfortunately in this day and age I was waiting for some big reveal where he's like not really as great as what you think or... Yeah. But he was just delightful. He was. I think he was delightful as a a character and as a person. Mm -hmm. Played brilliantly by Tom Hanks, which we'll go into detail. But yeah, it was just kind of a really nice story. 
it, it, it didn't really have a lot going for it, but it wasn't trying to. It was just following the story of this journalist who was quite a broken man who mm-hmm. had a lot of um, personal issues. Yeah. And what struck up from him writing this article on Mr. Rogers, which was originally meant to be just a 400-word piece on heroes, mm. that's what he was tasked to do. He's he's usually a what an investigative journalist, and mm. his editor was like, can you go off and do this? And he was like, so not on board. He was looking for the dirt. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and like, no spoilers, but he found no dirt. There is no dirt on this man. Yeah. But what he got out of this experience in interviewing him was he uncovered a real gentle soul yeah. in, in, in Mr. Rogers and kind of opened the curtain into how he treated people, how he operated yeah. um, and what he was about and his focus on helping children mm. through difficult things, yeah. uh, how to deal with their emotions, talking about divorce, mm. talking about loss these taboos or uncomfortable topics to talk about in life, no matter what age, but his show offered that sort of therapy to kids or that sort of open dialogue. And it was Uh, quite pioneering for the time that it was in. It was the seventies, I believe. Yeah. um, It was quite forward thinking, this Mm, show. Very much. Quite groundbreaking. And also the journalist got a new perspective on life at the end of it, which was lovely. This movie was just very, it was quite simple. As you said, it, Mm. The pacing was a little bit slow, it I was. think we found, but I think it asks a little bit of the audience. It asks, it asks for a little bit of patience from the audience, mm. which is very in keeping with what Mr. Rogers was sort of all about, you know, asking for a little patience, a little kindness, a little tolerance towards other human beings. And I think that's what the movie's asking from you as well. It's like, bear with us, come back to a simpler time before online cancelling and and social media and tearing people down. Yeah. It asks you to just go back to this simpler time, and it was actually quite nice. That's such a beautiful way to explain this film and what it was trying to achieve. It was Mm. asking for patience. Because Mr. Rogers, played by Tom Hanks, Mm. even just the way he communicates and talks is very slow and discerned, Mm. and he knows exactly what he's about to say, but he wants to be given the opportunity to say it in the time that he wants. And it's every word is very well thought. Like he knows what he's going to say and he wants to get to know you. You're the only person in the room. He says in the film that when I look down the camera, Mm. I'm looking at one child and and he's talking to that child. And that's how we communicated with people in his real life. You were that he gave so much time Mm. for you and you felt it. And that's how they portrayed the narrative of the film as well. They've done a very interesting way. It's like you're watching a Mr. Rogers show, A Beautiful yeah. Day in the Neighbourhood. It's very clever. It's quite, it's surprising. Yeah. I loved watching how he, because you would assume this is very true to life, mm. you know, in Tom Hanks doing his research and the writers and the director. Mm. But it was, yeah, really, I loved that they took you into the studio and you watched him filming scenes and moments But it was also like you, as the audience, were Mr. Rogers' audience. You were part of the show. You were part of the movie. Totally. It was really cute. Yeah. And they did it in a strange way. So I want to point out that the movie was directed by actress and writer Marielle Heller, who wrote and directed Diary of a Teenage Girl. So, And I think she did a really nice job of it. She took some interesting risks, Mm. quirky risks. Well, you know, one of the biggest quirks of this film, Mm. which... Um, threw me at first because mm. I thought, oh gosh, what have we signed up for here? But when you have establishing shots in films of cityscapes and cars driving down, you know, yeah. all these, ro- yeah. it, you know, that just 
is a bridge to the next scene. Well, they chose to pull, like, what you would see in a Mr. Rogers TV show, and yeah. it was models yeah. of the city and the cars, and I thought that was a really nice quirk because it then made you break down your barriers as an adult, is my experience, yeah. and kind of, like, get whisked up into the magic of him yeah. and his program and you feeling like a, a kid again. And exactly. it didn't take, it didn't turn the production values down because I imagine that would have been quite challenging to film and, and pull off. So that was appreciated, but it was quite nice that they chose to use that production design yeah. to bridge those gaps in, in the scenes. Absolutely. It was yeah. really cute. What would you give this out of five popcorn kernels? Look, I think just because you mentioned it again, I think the pacing was probably its um, biggest downfall. Mm. You know, the article that the journalist ended up writing was 10,000 words, and I thought, surely there's more in those words that could have been brought into the story. Yes, absolutely. We um, said that, yeah. Yeah, because it was a bit light on in terms of, like, plot points and, and content. Mm. But if it was any snappier, the film would have been too short, I think. Mm. So having said that, but a beautiful performance by Tom Hanks, who is nominated for an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor, mm-hmm. one of his most removed roles, but so many great decisions in his performance. I'd probably give it a three and a half. Like, I liked it enough. Absolutely. I'm going to agree with you. Oh, woohoo. <laughs> What's happened? <laughs> What's happened? It's a beautiful day in the neighbourhood. Yeah, go check it out for a different sort of pace. We also saw Underwater this mm. week, starring Kristen Stewart, TJ Miller, Vincent Castle, among others, um, directed by William Eubank. Mm. It's about a crew of aquatic researchers who have to fight to get to the surface when their laboratory is destroyed by an earthquake, or what they think is an earthquake, mm. um, but there's something else lurking down there below with them. So this is a standard sci-fi thriller. Yeah. I thought it was a mess. Oh, Okay, no. I, I know we're going to disagree on this one. Yeah, because um, hold that thought because I'm literally the opposite. I mean, there are things that I think they could have done way better or removed. Mm. But I was so surprised by how um, on the edge of my seat I was and how tense I was. Mm. What you t- I had my hands over my face. Absolutely. No, I'll agree. <laughs> I'm with a bit you. like that. <laughs> I'll agree with you there. It was very tense. Mm. The, the horror aspects and the jump scares were incredible. Mm. Did a really great job. What I think it was very derivative of a lot of different films. For sure. It pulled a lot of inspiration. I don't know what tra- kind of movie it was trying to be. Was it okay. trying to be a psychological thriller where people mm. are turning on each other? Mm-hmm. Was it trying to be Alien, mm-hmm. which was a heavy influence, you could tell. Alien mm. was a heavy influence. Was it trying to be Gravity? Yeah. Was it trying to be Predator? Mm. Godzilla? Like, all these movies, they pulled so many elements, and it's not that they pulled inspiration. To me, it was like they'd cut and paste and put sure. things, all these different elements of these movies, and cut and paste them together into one giant mess. Mm. I mean, the story wasn't strong enough either. Right. They're trying to say this, make this big philosophical point about how humans shouldn't mess with what they don't know and that we should stick to boundaries and we shouldn't drill beneath the ocean and destroy our earth because it's going to come back and bite us in the ass. But there wasn't, then they didn't go into that Mm. too much. Yeah. And then it was just, is a pure horror monster film? They didn't really go into that too much either. Do you know what I mean? Like it's just, they touched on all these different points and all these different movies and it was just a mishmash mess. Yeah. No, I completely hear you on all those points and you are right. I'm not going to say you're Mm. wrong. I guess that um, in terms of, uh, if I look at it through the lens of how successful they they pulled all these amazing set pieces and underwater, mm. all that, like from a production 
point of view, like it was really, really tight. Yes. Okay. Like it looked really legit. The costume design of the big outfits, mm-hmm. you know, when they're going under the water looked really, really cool. And I thought Kristen Stewart delivered a really engaging performance, mm-hmm. but I agree that they didn't really have a key focus on exactly what sort of story they were trying to tell. Exactly. And mm-hmm. I'm going to say this, I thought they could have removed the like monster element mm-hmm. from the film altogether. I, I feel like there was enough tension and story and there was enough at stake mm-hmm. for them to literally, if it was just an earthquake and they're trying to get out of there. But I guess they added that extra element of mm. they were making it a monster movie, I but suppose. This is the problem. They're trying to stuff too many elements in there and they didn't give any of them enough time to breathe mm. or to be explored. To breathe, really. It's underwater. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> and also the casting. I mean, they're all great. Not all of them are great actors. <laughs> but most of them are great actors within themselves. Kristen Stewart did deliver an incredible performance. Mm. Absolutely. Vincent Castle is great as well. He was excellent. He's fantastic. TJ Miller is really irritating, but... I'm not going to go too much into that. Um, I again, warmed to him. He was really irritating at the beginning, but I kind of warmed to him towards the end. But again, his comedy element just felt really shoehorned in. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't even understand some of the stuff he was saying. Sometimes it was just a real throwaway comment that you were like, what, huh? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. What? Yeah. That was, was that supposed to be a funny... All these cast members singularly do a good job, but it felt like a weird mix. Yeah, I think Chemistry-wise. So mm. Did you feel that? Well, yeah, I did. It was a bit odd. Some of the things they were dealing with, uh, being, being in a situation where they didn't have any control over, some of those decisions or dialogue from certain characters mm. was a bit kind of um, left of centre. They set some things up as well that they didn't, then go back to like the captain was having some mental problems yeah that's right and then they never ever touched on it again i was expecting him to Mm. screw them over or something and like you said they dip their finger in so many different pies Mm. where do you think they should have focused on one or two yeah rather than trying to piece together this like bit of a jambalaya of a genre film yeah yeah but I still had such a good time. It's I agree with all those story points, but it was so much fun. It was brilliant. And well, interesting to like look into the production of this film, whether this had a, a hand in maybe it being a bit of a jumble. Mm. They filmed this back in 2017. So it's been waiting to be released for over almost three years, if you will, because of the Disney acquisition of Fox. Right. It was trying to find its slate. So it's kind of been ready to go for probably two years or so, 18 months. Mm. Uh, and I wonder that 
if it's random, kind of throw it into the cinemas in January was a good move, but I guess they just needed to get it out there to make some money back. But I'm glad it came out because I actually enjoyed it a lot. How many popcorn kernels would you give it? This might be controversial. I really want to know how many you're going to give it, but I'm going to go in, I'm going to give it a three. I'm only giving it a two. Okay, fair enough. But all your points are so valid. I might just be in a bit of a better mood this morning <laughs> no no no. sorry not in comparison to you but me because i can be insanely critical on all those things that you've brought up <laughs> all right there's other new releases out on january 23 we've got just mercy which follows a lawyer brian stevenson played by michael b jordan and his history making battle for justice to free a wrongly condemned man and others like him so it's based on a true story and it also stars brie larson and jamie fox that's one to catch. Uh, also, Like a Boss, which is a comedy starring Rose Byrne, Tiffany Haddish, as business partners with very different personalities, as you can imagine, uh, who start a cosmetics company together. And their friendship is tested when a ruthless investor, played by Selma Hayek, gets involved. Hmm. We've got lots of news this week. Quentin Tarantino has revealed that he has plans to make the Bounty Law Western from his Once Upon a Time movie. So if you haven't seen the movie, he made this fictional TV series where Rick Dalton, played by Leonardo DiCaprio, starred in. That was his sort of crown and glory. So he's already written five half-hour episodes. I would really love to see this. This is so frigging awesome. Yeah, But there's no word on whether Leonardo DiCaprio will be involved. But well, how I mean, good would it be if he was? But he has to. A uh, bit of trivia. Has Leo ever done TV before? Yes. Well, in his early career. Early career. Okay. Mm. So that's pretty exciting. I mean, a lot of the trend in big Hollywood actors, if that's a title you want to give give actors these days, mm. a lot of them are going into television and doing incredible work with mm. HBO, Showtime, etc. So that would be pretty exciting to see another big name like Leo uh, dip his toe into the TV waters. A little bit of tea spilling here. Hugo Weaving won't be involved in The Matrix 4, unfortunately, due to a scheduling conflict with a theatre production he's involved in. I mean, Agent Smith is pivotal to The Matrix series, as pivotal as Neo and Trinity, I think. Absolutely. He says he held off on accepting the theatre role because he wanted to work out the dates and he thought he could do both, but then Lana Wachowski then decided it wouldn't work and changed her mind. It seems like he's a little bit disappointed there. You know what? There's... Two things I feel about that. I'm really upset that they didn't make it work. Mm. Obviously, appreciating and respecting, you know, uh, people in the arts and their crazy schedules and all their commitments. Mm. But now I'm also a bit deflated because if Agent Smith was meant to be in this new Mm. story and it was pivotal to Lana and her vision, now we're not going to get that. And that kind of pisses me off Mm. it's kind of like when it's just so different but you know when original actors mightn't return for sequels and then they compromise on the story or when you know carrie fisher passes away in star wars Mm. and they choose to do something really different rather than you know making some bold creative decisions to just put her in there digitally and Mm. actually be able to tell us a story that we were meant to get and then this is just another casualty of... Scheduling conflict. Scheduling conflict mm. and what the story should be and deliver the audience. And it's kind of a real shame. Because I imagine, yeah, Agent Smith would have played a big part and, you know, big baddie. Or maybe mm. you have some redemption or something and be the goodie in the end. <laughs> God, no, actually, hopefully that would be awful. <laughs> I'm so excited for this. Captain Marvel, the sequel, has officially hit development. Is that what it's called? Captain Marvel, the sequel. Yes, Captain Marvel 2. <laughs> 
Uh, Disney's in final negotiations with a writer, Megan McDonnell, who uh, is a staff writer on the WandaVision Disney Plus series. Perfect. Yeah. So that's really good. I mean, we knew Captain Marvel 2 was coming, but it's good that they've announced that it's officially in the works. So, you know, watch this space. One I'm less excited about is that Disney has announced that they're going to do Bambi live-action remake using the same technology as The Lion King. Please, no, stop. Stop. You don't have to remake every single one of your movies. It's just, this is, it has been since they kicked off with Maleficent, you know, several Mm. years ago, but it is just a cash cow, cash grab. It's making people cynical, I think. Mm. Are there any human characters in Bambi? Besides the hunter? Spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that kicks off the whole series of events. Okay, so here we are. It's not a live-action film, Lee, is it? <laughs> Disney, do you hear me? It's not. So it's an animation. I hope, though... It's a different kind of animation. I hope, though, that it that they, that they take on the criticisms that The Lion King received mm. and give a bit more personality to the facial expressions of the animals because without that, you don't have an effective movie that can draw in an audience no. and evoke emotion and connection. Just saying. Uh, new trailers mm-hmm. now. I am so excited for this film. It's called Guns Akimbo. Is that how you pronounce it? Guns Akimbo. Guns Akimbo. You can mm-hmm. say it a little bit of a jump. Guns mm-hmm. Akimbo. <laughs> uh, and it stars the ever-surprising Daniel Radcliffe. Now, I've loved what following his career post-Harry Potter. He takes risks. He does fucking weird shit. Yeah, he loves, and, he loves a quirky film. And this is great because it brings him into a bit of an action genre. So just to give you a bit of a taste, so it looks like a cross between a Scott Pilgrim vs. the World and Hunger Games. And it's it follows like strangers fighting to the death for entertainment of, of an online audience. Mm. Now, I know that might sound a bit lame on the surface, and you think, oh, Hunger Games on that, blah, 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 like we rattled off. But watch the trailer. It is so funny. Mm. It looks so brilliant. And we've got Samara Weaving, who's kicking goals. Everywhere. She's everywhere. And she, I think, is going to steal the show here. But honestly, Daniel Radcliffe, he's just brilliant. His accent's really good. Based on the trailer alone. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's what I'm going off. Uh, What do you feel about this? Yeah, I'm interested to see it. And it's like original too, which is great. Like uh, putting a bit of flair into the action genre for once. We also got a trailer for Gretel and Hansel, which is a a darker, grisly take, if you can get any darker and grisly on that story. I love that they're pushing that. Yeah, on the Grimm Brothers fairy tale. And it stars Sophie Lillis from It!, um, and it's going to focus more on Gretel as the older sibling, so a bit less on them being sort of similar ages or Hansel being the older one, maybe. Right. Looks interesting. And what have we got coming next? So out January 30, a few films. Mm. Uh, we've got the Grudge reboot of horror franchise. It's being called uh, a, side, a Sidequel. Yeah, this what is anything, earth? a sidequel. So it started off as being a reboot of the franchise, mm. and they sort of went, oh, no, we can't really reboot it so soon after we've already had these films. And it's a dirty word. Well, yeah, and also the original creator isn't involved. Mm. So it feels weird to be rebooting a series. Anyway, so they're calling it a sidequel because it sort of takes place around the same timeline but isn't directly related to the other movies. But is obviously the similar story to the other movies. I yeah. What a load of crap. <laughs> Sidequel. If that becomes part of the film vernacular. vernacular in justifying going back into IP just to paint some coin, I'm going to... Oh, no. <laughs> it's not sitting well with me. 
We also got Midway next week, which is a drama from Roland Emmerich about the pivotal battle of Midway during World War II, which actually took place six months after Pearl Harbor. Mm -hmm. And speaking of Pearl Harbor, this movie looks like just Pearl Harbor. Yeah. But I think with even more corniness and cringe. And even more actors shoehorned in. Yeah. It's got so many names in there. You've got Woody Harrelson, you've got Dennis Quaid, you've got... Yeah. A Jonas brother. (laughs) Don't know which one. Yeah, Nick with a (laughs) moustache. Anyway, we'll see how that goes. Uh, We've got A Hidden Life. Now, Lee and I caught this film uh, earlier this week, so we'll be bringing a review to you on that film. It's a moving drama from Terence Malick about an Austrian farmer who refuses to swear allegiance to Hitler during World War II. So watch this space for our review. Yep, we're also going to talk about The Peanut Butter Falcon, which is a modern Mark Twain tale about a man with Down syndrome who runs away from his care home to chase his dream of being a pro wrestler. Very heartwarming, a bit like a Huck and Finn kind of story as they travel. Spoiler, it's so beautiful and incredible and can't wait to talk you through our thoughts on that film as well. So that that of any of this lineup of films, I mean, there's not a great deal to choose from there, but this is something you need to watch. Mm. Peanut Butter Falcon is just beautiful. And it also stars Shia LaBeouf. Who gives, honestly, such an incredible performance. Mm. But anyway, pause. We'll bring you a proper review. (laughs) Next week. And that's it for this week. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.